Hi, I'm Tony Salome, the host of America's Got Issues and more. I'm here talking about the amazing deals in my new business, Medman, low-key, underground, don't tell anyone, dispensary. You don't need a medical card to come to Medman's dispensary. Show us your ID, student ID, stolen ID, fake ID, monopoly money, I don't give a damn. Just come on in and give us your money. We'll give you some pretty decent, kind of dry weed. It's been handled by too many hands to count before getting to us. Why does that make a difference? Well, sometimes you get a little special surprise when you smoke this bud. A surprise in the form of PCP that you didn't ask to be on. Now you're running around Brooklyn with your dingling out, singing God Bless America. You're welcome. We've got your favorite strains like Grape Juice, Fruit Loops, Mind Destroyer, Parkinson's, and my personal favorite, Loose Butthole. So what are you waiting for? You're not doing anything else, so come on down to Medman. Not Medman, fuck that place. And bring your friends too. Unless the cops, please don't bring them. I don't want to be on live PD again. Medman, low-key, underground, don't tell anyone dispensary. We have weed, and sometimes it's decent. Ladies and gentlemen, the Short News Podcast with your host, Alex Mador. Short News Podcast. Jesus. Holy. Okay. Alright. Come on. That's, that's too much. That's too much. Thank you. Wow. Wow, soundboard. That is so nice of you. Um, welcome to the Short News Podcast, the show where a random dude talks about issues that he isn't qualified to talk about. I'm that guy, Alex Mador, the one who isn't qualified. <clears throat> uh, feeling a little under the weather. Before we go into anything, I want to note that it has officially been two years of consecutively doing this podcast. And like, a lot of us are really smart. I'm really smart. Um, so I'm pretty happy about that, especially since download numbers have been going up as of recently. So happy two years. And if you've been here the whole the whole ride, <clears throat> or even if you're new here, thank you so much for being awesome and making me a part of your morning commute or day or night or when, whenever you're listening to this, um, this is the first hobby of mine that I've been consistent about for this long without losing interest, which tells me that this is something I want to continue to do in the future and hopefully properly capitalize off uh, to make a living off what I know that I love to do. Before this podcast, I was extremely afraid of using my voice. Honestly, 
I didn't really have a voice. Whenever I was in group conversations, people would talk over me, and I'd never get a point across successfully. No one knew how I felt about anything, because the people in my life, including family and friends, weren't even giving me a chance to speak. I didn't think I had anything worth sharing until I started listening to podcasts like Tiny Meat Gang um, and then them, them reading my story on their show and being really nice about it, um, giving me a voice for the first time in my life. Uh, that, that sparked something in me that I might have something worth sharing with the world. And I already had audio equipment and an anchor account. So I set up my iPad and started recording, no scripts, no nothing, just whatever was on my mind. And this was all pre-pandemic, too. Um, the, the show was weird at the time. But once COVID kicked in, this show really changed directions and we started uh, started fighting for social justice issues a little more and getting progressively more educated and more mature as time went on. Uh, we made friends along the way, lost friends to you know, disease of sorts, uh, made enemies out of local representatives and other politicians, got blocked by some influencers, and so much more. It's been an awesome journey, and even if we're not number four on the news commentary charts anymore, we will be back, Megyn Kelly, I swear. I still love doing this every week. Honestly, I love doing this more than I love making music. It's easier to express myself, more people pay attention, the industry isn't as evil as the music biz. There, there's a lot of benefits here with this podcast. <clears throat> and... Blue Wire Hustle has been pretty helpful with the artwork and having a network of other podcasters to work with on stuff, distribution. Um, you know, I still feel like the odd one out in the network since I seem to be the only podcast who talks about politics. <coughs> Sorry, I'm losing my voice. While everyone else has shows about sports. But that's okay. They gave us an assignment to try to boost downloads. The assignment being to try out a new segment of some sort. So the one I thought about is uh, is called Weed Watch, where I talk about the latest updates in legalization, cannabis stocks, and new products being sold on the legal market. Another one I thought of is Cat Corner, talking about cats, giving advice, telling funny stories about my cat and other cats, and the last one, which is so far winning the poll that I'm ta- that I, I have set up on Twitter, is GamerGab, talking about the latest in gaming news, such as the downfall of Activision and their shit CEO, Bobby Kotick, who was on the Epstein flight logs, or, you know, in his black book, or both, I don't remember. So, I'm going to be testing some of those new segments based on what the poll says at the end of the day. I said it for one day. So be sure to vote when you listen to this um, November 18th. Anyways, I'll give you a little update on my life. And then we'll jump into current events from there. 
Yeah, so I got my booster shot. I did it. The thing the conspiracy theorist said not to do. And wow, my my arm, my arm fucking hurts, dude. Because I got both the COVID booster and the flu shot in the same arm. So I've been playing VR games one-handed and I felt kind of crummy yesterday, which sucked, but now I'm feeling significantly better. Just my voice is, you know, just not, not doing great. I won't bore you with the details of how it went down. I just know there are people out there who are still anti-vax, who are going to try to navigate the world without being immunized. Um, good luck getting into places. The fake CDC cards only work until they look up your vaccine batch number and all the other information that's supposed to be on the card. Just, just get the vaccine. Stop being a fucking baby. I can't believe there are still fuckheads who think they're being smarter than the rest of us by refusing to vaccinate. They're actually brain dead. How the fuck are you going to endanger everyone and tell us you're the one being safe? I can't believe we're still doing this. They won't mask. They won't fax. They won't listen to the facts. Damn, that rhymes. They won't mask. They won't vax. They won't listen to the facts. They're stupid hog heads. I don't know what that was, but that, you know, that that's, please, nobody clip that. Don't clip that. That was, that was the cheesiest, stupidest fucking thing I've ever done. And I take it back and I know I'm not going to remember to edit this out later when I'm done with this. Anyways, fucking, ah, these, these fucking idiots. We need to stop letting them seek out medical attention in hospitals if they aren't vaccinated. They're hurting innocent people. So why should they take up hospital space? I can't believe this is still going on. We're never going to get back to normal. Not with these idiots who are blocking the way, preventing us from escaping COVID. I can't deal with it. Like, I know there are people in my class at school who not only don't follow the mask rules, but also have exemptions from getting the vaccine. So they're endangering all of us by being selfish and careless in every possible way. Why are we expected to just be cool with that? Other countries have much stricter vaccine mandates, and that makes sense. We're so behind on that, and it shows in our infection numbers from the last week. It's starting to get bad again, and I'm really not looking forward to the, to the shittiness to come because of the holidays that are coming up. We got Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. Wait, no, no. Thanksgiving, Hanukkah, Christmas, New Year's. Bam, 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 bam. Holy shit. It's a lot of visiting people. It's a lot of people traveling on different forms of transit. A lot of, you know, passing around of foods. You know, you got a lot of spreading happening. And I'm not saying don't. I, I think I'm doing Thanksgiving this year with family, which I'm excited about. But um, I'm trying to figure out the best way to do it to minimize the spread of virus. But hey, I'm boosted. I got the booster. But um, anyways, people are, you know, these anti-maskers, 
they're they're endangering us all. And other countries have much stricter, much stricter vaccine mandates, and that makes sense. We're so behind on that, and it should. Oh wait, wait, did I say that? Oh my god, I said that. Jesus, I was like having deja vu. Wow. Okay, I got to edit that out. Here's a little behind the scenes on the show if I forget. If I forget to fucking. Oh my god. If I forget to edit this out. Um Yeah, a lot of the like half of the show is written. The first half is written because I don't want to I don't want to get canceled. I don't want to say stupid shit. You know? I I um the show is scripted somewhat. I am one man writing this show. And you know, whatever. Whatever. We're going to keep going. We're going to act like that didn't happen. We're, we'll all have a laugh about it at the end of the episode. Um, but we got to talk about other shit, okay? I'm just going to we're gonna move on from there. And like a lot of us are really smart. I'm really smart. Anyways, <clears throat> yeah, I got really fucking high before this. Uh, let me. I I got some new some new stuff. This isn't this isn't scripted right now. What I'm saying. I got some new stuff. Um, like wowzers. Um, it's weed. Don't worry. I'm not on some new space crack or something. It's just weed. Um. This strain I haven't tried before, and, like, holy, holy shit, dude. I am, I'm, like, in, in the zone, but not in a way that would benefit me in a podcast setting, and I think I fucked that up pretty bad. So, if this turns into the Joe Rogan experience, I'm very sorry. But we are, we're doing our best here. Holy shit, I'm so high. Shut your fucking mouth! Shut the fuck up, you cunt! Um. These nuts. Ha! <laughs> Got <him. laughs> And we say bye-bye. I'm sorry. I'm fucking sorry. Watch your profanity. Anyways, okay, so fucking Paul Gosar, you know this guy? Um, Representative Paul Gosar, he's an elected official who is on the Republican side of things, and he posted an edited video. Oh, wait, I sounded way too outraged. I'm not that outraged. He posted an edited video of Attack on Titan, the anime. Good show, by the way. Um, where his uh, and other Republicans' faces are edited onto the main characters and the giant evil titans are um you know their their AOC and Joe Biden and other Democrats so they're they're killing AOC and Joe Biden which I don't know it just looked like something a a middle schooler would make about the group of girls that he hates from art class I'm not gonna name names of people I know who did this shit but it was some it, it was creepy but this edited video caused a lot of outrage on the Democrat side when they could they could most likely be better focusing their time and efforts on, you know, 
saving the planet as opposed to childish drama. But of course, AOC responded on Twitter and said something about Gozar not even being able to open a pickle jar, which I thought was pretty funny. It's just stupid that he did this as an elected official. Like you're, I, I understand if you're some loser on 4chan or Reddit or something, but as a United States representative, you should probably be held to a higher standard than that. It just shows how unfunny and immature that the Republican Party is. They're incapable of being funny without talking about killing the people they don't like. What a bunch of fucking losers. Ugh. Speaking of conservative losers, the Kyle Rittenhouse trial is still in progress. And he he's gonna he's gonna get off without jail time. I just know it. The judge is practically sucking his dick every day in court. It's so fucked up that the justice system is like this. You know, he shot three people with a gun he wasn't even supposed to have in a state that he didn't even live in, in a situation that didn't even involve him. <clears throat> and now people like Matt Gates are coming out and saying he'd hire Rittenhouse as an intern to get him some experience in politics. And to that I say, Matt, good luck doing that from a prison cell after the whole uh, tr child trafficking stuff. Why are all the worst people supporting each other? Well, I know why, because they're all the worst people. But we'll, we'll see what happens with the Rittenhouse trial. Like I said, expect him to get off easy since the judge seems to be in love with him or something. And what else we got? What else we got today? We got some other shit. I know it. Let me fix this microphone. So the NFT thing is going in and out of style. I don't know if you guys remember, but I was talking about how, like months ago, how Drake Bell, uh, during the time when he was talking to minors, he was getting into NFTs. Um, so, you know, minors and crypto. I mean, children and crypto. So is Drake Bell a libertarian because that's the vibe I'm getting so so Drake Bell has been shilling out people's NFT projects and I'm thinking to myself damn how do I get an influencer to shill my NFT project and now we know NFT creators are paying influencers a you know either a small bag or a big bag of crypto which is money yeah in, in this day and age, in this economy, that's a, you know, crypto is, is good money. So they're paying them in like Ethereum to promote these NFT projects that end up being worth nothing. The reason that's messed up is because Drake Bell isn't actually invested. He hasn't invested any money in the NFTs that he's telling his fans to buy. He's just being paid money and paid NFTs to promote this project or these projects. His fans aren't being paid to invest in these worthless rug pull projects though. <laughs> of course, they're they're using their own money or their parents' money to buy JPEGs that their favorite influencer doesn't actually believe are worth anything and knows they're just scamming 
their their own their own fucking supporters. And I don't mean to pick on Drake Bell, although I should mean to since he's kind of like into children and all that stuff. Like I said, big libertarian energy between crypto and children. But he and many other people, such as Logan Paul, promote these crypto scams that end up being worthless and losing their fans' investments. And none of that shit, because none of that shit ever goes to the moon. Like they say it will. There are cryptos and NFTs that are actually worth something. Don't get me wrong. We've seen people make life-changing money off that shit. But it's really difficult to find the ones that are trustworthy that aren't rug pulls. I've bought a couple of NFTs that all of a sudden disappeared weeks after I purchased them, and the entire project disappeared out of thin air, just gone. That shit is just allowed to happen. They take your money and run because there are no regulations in the crypto world. Although that's probably going to be the next step. At some point, this crypto house of cards is going to come down. The other night, I had a dream where Ethereum crashed down to $1. And people were like, you know, going insane, jumping out of buildings, all that kind of stuff. Like, what happens when, what happens to people's money when the inevitable crash arrives? The to the moon mentality. In my opinion, I'm sorry, I have to press, preface it, but that has been hijacked by scammers and people who are ignorantly optimistic that believe the scammers. Look at all the shit coins that, that there are now. There's thousands. And are, there, are any of them worth anything? Like one or two, maybe. But other than that, no. The very, the very wealthy few who are in the know have the insider info many times being influencers, are paid to shill these shit coins or shit NFT projects to get all their young fans to invest money they don't have. And when the value of that token falls to nothing, they already sold their shit and got their bag and all their fans lost all their money. Logan Paul launched that crypto called Dink Doink. Where is that now? Where is Dink Doink? It's gone nowhere. No one talks about it anymore. They act like they were never shilling that pump and dump scheme. And I hate to call out some adult film stars here, but I follow a bunch of them on Instagram for specifically for research purposes. Um, yeah, and they're pushing things like MILF token and other cryptos that are now you know going to be forgotten within the next couple of weeks. Once they cash out all their money at the peak and the price of the coin crashes afterwards when they sell everything. Um, <clears throat> and then we've got, um, oh fuck, what was it? BitClout. We talked about what happened with BitClout. We talked about that, what, like more than six months ago. And gotten a beef with Heidi Krasenstein, who should not be allowed to have Twitter. Um, yeah, we got a beef with her because she is promoting this scam of BitClout. Don't don't invest. I almost did. It's big big fucking mistake. I did that once. It was a bad idea. You are a wizard. Get a wand. Get a fucking owl that'll deliver your shitey mail. Deal 
with it. You know that video? Anybody? Or am I just dating myself as like an old dude? And now, and now, now, it's crazy, crazy what's happening. Now Staples Center, Staples Center is being renamed to Crypto.com Arena. They signed a contract for 20 years to name it that. I don't know if that's going to, I don't know if that's going to look good 20 years from now. I don't even know if that's going to look good five years from now. If crypto turns out to be a massive scam, then they're going to look really stupid for allowing that name change to happen. And, and what about, what about when the restrictions and regulations come? You know, Nancy Pelosi wants to find a way to squeeze people's investments out of them with her grubby paws any way she can. So will it even be worth investing in when that happens? I don't know what that's going to do to the market, but you know elected officials in the government are against decentralized currency. Except for, you know, people like Ted Cruz. Apparently, a month or two ago, I heard him talking about preventing crypto regulations, protecting people's crypto investments. Um, I, I don't know, man. There, there needs to be regulations, but they need to be the right kinds of regulations that prevent people from getting screwed over by pump and dumps as opposed to continuing screwing people over. The crypto scams that influencers like Drake Bell are profiting from need to be stopped. There's no doubt in my mind about that. But knowing how our elected officials work and how the Democrats have been fucking up things that we want them to do, I'm not optimistic in the proper regulations being set. You know, at the at the start of this show, in the first half of uh, in the first half year of doing this, I was much more moderate and much quicker to defend the Democrats mindlessly, without ever critiquing them. And to the leftists who are new here, I'm sorry, I'm not as stupid anymore. I know what I'm talking about a little bit more than I did back then. I was. You know, one of those blue no matter who little shits, but look at where we currently are. Look at how this administration, like the administration before them, is fucking up royally. They treat immigrants just as shittily as the Trump administration did. The president is sleeping at important conferences where he's supposed to be working on saving the planet. He's also shitting shitting his pants at the Vatican, which I don't really care that much about because religion is bad for the world but um we got gas prices increasing prices of everything else increasing dramatically grocery stores in my area have been missing many many items for months now it's impossible to get a job by the way the media will tell you that biden has brought back jobs but the job market is and that the job market is, oh, the best it's ever been since before the pandemic. But that's if you want to be a waiter or an Uber driver, live off tips night after night. You know, Uber driver, drive people around 12 hours a day, make billionaires, even bigger billionaires. There's no other jobs out there for people. And people my age are leaving their jobs in the masses and moving home with their parents. It's really sad. But that's what happens when the entire government mismanages the way things work 
since the Reagan era. It's not just Biden. Since since trickle-down economics was touted as the best way for everyone. Where the fuck is the trickle-down, dude? Why do we have billionaires who, who own the majority of the wealth, the few billionaires who own the majority of the wealth, who exploit people who are starving and underpay them for their hard labor? And how does that... How does that come back to the Biden administration, you might ask? How about this? What are they doing to fix it? Have they raised the minimum wage to a fair living wage? No. Have they gotten rid of people's student debt? No. Have they done anything to solve the immigration crisis other than holding people in concentration camps? No. Have they held billionaires and corporations accountable for the harm they do to the environment and the harm they do to the working class? Absolutely fucking not. They protect those people, while the rest of us are left out in the rain. It's fucked. So, those people need to be held accountable for the ways that they're screwing us over. But also, we're going to need to keep bullying Ted Cruz. Don't worry about that. We're going to keep doing that. I was loving when he was on TV begging people to stop with the personal attacks. I think when he said that, it was it only made me roast him more. For a while, we did that bit where he was being cucked by undocumented migrants, trying to avoid that joke since it seems really hurtful. But yeah, be careful when it comes to this crypto shit. It's a dangerous game, and I don't know where it's going. Staples Center people, whoever, whoever saw the dollar signs in that, they aren't thinking long term. Drake Bell fans aren't thinking about that either. Logan Paul fans aren't thinking about that. They're all getting screwed while the rich people behind it get richer. It's really fucked up that they're able to pull these scams over innocent people and get off without even a warning for doing fucked up scam shit. Dink doink? Are you shitting me, bro? <sighs> I'm sorry. I'll stop talking about it now. Um, so here, here's something that everybody loves hearing about, uh, vaccine news. Dr. Fauci is saying that the COVID-19 booster might become the new standard for being vaccinated. So I'm glad I got it over with then. I hope I don't have to get another for at least a year now. I hate needles. I don't know how they're going to convince people to get the third dose. There's so many people who make memes about when you're lining up for your 400th dose, and it's the skinwalker from Men in Black, we're going to have a lot of trouble meeting this standard unless the mandates reflect this new change. And there's so much resistance to these mandates. So we're fucked, especially since the the anti-vaxxers don't trust people like Fauci or the, the other professionals. And, you know, they see Dr. Fauci as the devil or something. Meanwhile, this dude has worked in all the presidential administrations on both sides since before a lot of us were alive. He's been around since before all these liberal conspiracies, and he knows what he's doing. The times he's been wrong have been because we didn't know enough about COVID at the time, so the regulations had to change once Fauci and others knew more. There's no evil agenda here. We're actually in the middle of some scary fucking shit with this pandemic. 
We all just want to get out of this and be able to spit in each other's faces again without having to worry about being put on a ventilator. I want that for us, you know? We all need to be on the same page here. And that doesn't make anyone sheep. It's the same thing with Android users who call iPhone users sheep. How are we sheep when we're using a product that's just obviously superior to Android? Would I rather have a phone made by Google with a shitty build quality, shitty battery, clunky UI that can't airplay things and doesn't have iMessage? Or would I rather have a sleek, smooth device that does everything I want it to do when I want it to with iMessage, an intuitive UI made by a company with a better trustworthy track record than Google? No shit I'm buying an iPhone every time. That doesn't make me a sheep. That makes me not a libertarian pedophile. Jeez, I'm coming after the libertarians today. I can I can already sense the next episode after this. Next week, I'm going to be, I want to apologize to the Android users for calling all of you libertarian pedophiles. I will do better. I'm being real. I, I know a lot of socialist Android users who aren't pedophiles. So that's not... So that's not based in any way. I'm not making a based argument at all. It's a joke. It's an exaggeration. And it's a straw man. You can easily beat it down. You know? I'm being stupid. A lot of what I say is stupid. I'm a fucking idiot. I'm not a doctor. As like Joe Rogan would say. But I... You know, I used to have an Android phone. For like six months. Because it was... Because it was so bad. So I had to go back to an iPhone. And all my friends were making fun of me because they all had iPhones saying no girl wanted to talk to me because my text messages showed up green with my stupid Android phone. It felt bad, man. And all that shit would, that shit, that fucking phone, I had like a Galaxy Note, like the, the one right before the one that exploded. I had that one. And it would freeze all the time. Apps would run in the background. Even after I manually stopped them, the battery drained. It, it, it sucked, man. Show me a good reason to get an Android phone. Otherwise, there's, there's no reason to call iPhone fans sheep. They're just getting a better product. And there's no reason to call people who want to be protected from a deadly virus who are being proactive about preventing that sheep either. They have common sense. And just because they're doing it at the same time doesn't make it some dystopian thing. People have been lining up for flu shots every year for years. How is this any different? And I'm, I'm relieved I got my flu shot this year after so many years of fearing needles and refusing to get it. The flu sucks, man. I've had it multiple times. I had the swine flu. That shit was horrible. You don't want to mess with that shit. If you can prevent getting sick, why would you refuse to be proactive about that? If everyone around you is doing it, maybe they're onto something, you know? Maybe what they're doing is actually the right thing to do. But what do I know? I've just been studying group behavior for five years. Okay, so now it's time to look at what conservatives have been up to the last few days. Uh, Tucker Carlson, or... Tucker Tarlson, as we like to call him here, has been on a roll over at Fox News. 
you know, my dad was asking me what I do on this podcast, and I told him that I make fun of people like Tucker and Ted Cruz and Hannity. He goes, oh, that's great, all my favorite people. So yeah, you know, I come from a conservative household. Fox News was on all the time. If I ever say something that doesn't reflect leftist ideals, please tell me and snap me out of it because that shit was programmed into me for most of my life. Anyways, we're going to take a quick look at a Tucker clip from yesterday where he's talking about the Rittenhouse trial. Here we go. I hope the volume is okay when I hit play. Is that good? Damn, he's like a rock star out here. We are here on the scene of the Patriot Awards in in the good Hollywood, Hollywood, Florida. You can stream what? the whole thing right after the show. It's on nation.com, but we recommend it. But first, good evening and welcome to Tucker Carlson tonight. So there's a difference between lying and propaganda, and it's worth knowing what it is. All propaganda is lying, but not all lying is propaganda. So what's the difference between the two? Here's what lying is. Think about, think about the moments in your own life when you have lied. Most of the time, you do it because you have done something that you're ashamed of and you're hoping nobody's going to... When I come on this show, when I come on this program, me, Tucker Carlson, and I sit in front of this camera every single day, I am telling lies. That is how I know a lot about lying. I, I do propaganda lies all the time. I do both. I do both. Look at me. I'm, I'm Tucker Swanson Carlson. I, I do both. I like that Gucci Mane song. I do both. <laughs> yeah, I had a drink. Yeah, I smoked. Sorry, I'll stop. To find out. That was the when whitest shit I've ever done. You're caught, as inevitably you are caught, you shade the truth. So someone says to you, you're drunk. And you say, no, I'm not. I've only had three beers. But actually, you had eight beers. You're lying. That's what lying is. Propaganda is very different from that. Propaganda is not a sh Three beers is still a lot. I had two nights ago, I had three beers. And I was like, holy shit, I am down, man down, it's over, dude, my drinking days are over, I think, or my hard drinking days are over. I mean, my tummy is too sensitive, I got a little sensitive tummy, yeah, I got, I got a sensitive tummy, Tucker Carlson, Tucker Carlson, you're hurting my feelings. I'm kidding, I'll stop, let's just let it go. Shading of the truth. Propaganda is a complete inversion of the truth. You're drunk, somebody tells you. No, I'm not, you reply. You're the one who's drunk. You've had eight beers. It's shameful, and I'm disgusted by your drunkenness. That's what propaganda looks like. It's the mirror image of reality. It's the exact opposite of the truth, and it is always delivered with ferocious aggression. Propaganda tends to bewilder people, to confuse them when they first hear it. It's so complete. Are you just explaining... What you do here at Fox News, I don't, I don't understand, like, what, is he just, like, is this a self-report? I, I don't know what you're leading up to, no, I'm being, I'm being an asshole, I know what he's saying, here we go. Because it's the Rittenhouse trial, and the left's propaganda. Oh my god. Completely and obviously untrue, what is this, you think? And yet for that very reason, because it's so ridiculous, so absurd, propaganda tends to be effective. People assume that lies that bold have got to be true. Something about the human brain reaches oh that God. conclusion Come on, it always get has. To the point. Get and that's to the why point. propaganda has always been a feature of society, especially now. It's why we're now swimming in propaganda. January 6th was an armed insurrection, they screamed. Russia is the... Dude, 
January 6th was a fucking armed insurrection. They had smoke bombs and tear gas and shit. They were beating cops with American flags. Sorry, they didn't have fucking AR-15s like Kyle Rittenhouse when they were storming the Capitol, but they literally stormed the Capitol with zip ties, beating up cops, crushing cops with doors and with shields, with their own riot shields, with and constructing a gallows to to you know to hang the at the time vice president. I don't I don't know what reality you are pretending to live in, Tucker, but you know for a fact that the insurrection was fucking horrifying. It was an armed whatever he said it was. Real threat. The 2020 election was perfectly fair. COVID is more dangerous than opioids. No, really, it is. It's all true. We can give you countless examples of this in action, and you would recognize every one of them. 700,000 people have died of COVID. More. More, right? Are we at more? Um, I don't know. It's bad. How many, how many people die a year of opioids? Opioid. I spelled that opioid. Opioid deaths USA. Let's see. U.S. drug overdose deaths top 100,000 in one year in 28.5% increase. Yeah, that's horrifying. That's definitely horrifying, but we lost 500,000 people in one year to COVID. Remember that? Tucker? Tucker? Tarlson? Tucker Tarlson, buddy. Buddy, the, the fentanyl opioid problem is a huge issue. Um, it's a, it's a definite huge issue, but COVID is, um, you know, let me put it this way. Addiction, opioid addiction is not contagious the way COVID is. You don't like, you know, an opi, an opioid addict doesn't like come in contact with a non-opioid addict. And then all of a sudden, the non-opioid addict is now addicted to opioids. That's not how it works. You know, that is why COVID is just automatically a much more severe threat. The opioid, the, I can't talk, the opioid problem, don't get me wrong, is huge. Um, I know people who have died, very close friends of mine, have, have died from overdoses. It's very upsetting. It it's disturbing. And it is a huge problem that I personally have a lot of ties to and I want it to stop because it's heartbreaking. But I don't think that it's right to compare which one is worse when it comes to COVID and opioids because not only are the numbers different, but they're they're not like one is a, a one is a contagious disease. So obviously there's going to be more people that, that get it, more people that die from it. And and the other is drug addiction, substance abuse. People that need help with whether it be mental health or just a chemical dependency or both. You can't make that direct comparison between the two the the opioid problem what i'm trying to say 
I guess, talking around in circles. The opioid problem is its own huge issue that needs to be combated, and nobody's ignoring it. I, I hope nobody's ignoring it. I think it's something that, that our government really does worry about. Unfortunately, with the rise of fentanyl, we're, we're probably, we probably are going to see the drug overdoses even higher than over 100,000 in the next couple years because of how strong fentanyl is and how, um, how heroin is going out of style and for, for unknown reasons a month after the U.S. withdraws from Afghanistan. Nobody knows why, though, right? Nobody knows why. How does the U.S. withdrawing from Afghanistan have anything to do with the, the heroin trade in the United States? Nobody knows, right? Nobody can... Anyways, fucking fuck me, right? I'm just talking around in circles. But I would say that, like, COVID... Like I said, COVID is contagious. So that well, that is why people are seemingly prioritizing COVID over the opioid epidemic. I cannot say opioid epidemic. I'm so stupid. Oh my God. And it's... And we, we gotta, we gotta get... Tucker, you, you gotta get on the same page with people about how how severe COVID is. But yeah, I don't think I don't think the Democratic Party is ignoring the the fentanyl epidemic. I really don't think they are. I think COVID unfortunately has taken the front seat for the past couple of years. Because of the immediate severity. Maybe that's what I was looking for. So Tucker is just ignoring that. And that's annoying because then people watch this and just take it for face value and don't think critically about it. They think, wait a minute, are COVID and opioid ep epidemic like even on? the same plane as one another? No, they don't think about that. They just listen to Tucker. They don't, they don't think about anything for themselves. But here's one from today's headlines. Kyle Rittenhouse is a white supremacist. Now you're hearing that claim constantly from media figures and from politicians. As a factual matter, in case anybody cares, that is a lie. There's no evidence whatsoever that Kyle Rittenhouse is a white supremacist, whatever that term is supposed to be. His social media accounts talk about back the blue. He, as a high school student, wanted to, or was, like a cadet, a police cadet. Police officers are not known for being the most racially inclusive people. And there are a lot of white supremacists in, their, in the police officer ranks. Um, they're... They, they kill black people all the time. They're kind of known for doing that. Um, so, also the fact that Kyle Rittenhouse was shooting people 
at a protest that is specifically about standing up for black people. I don't know if if a non I don't know if a non-white supremacist would decide to take up arms against the Black Lives Matter cause. You know? So so based on all of that, I think you can easily come to the conclusion that Kyle Rittenhouse has white supremacist values in him. While he may not identify as a white supremacist, I have seen him hold up the white power sign. I have seen him brandishing a gun at these protests that were meant for, you know, justice for people of color. It, it is, um, it's very indicative of him being a white supremacist. So I don't think that's, I don't think that's outlandish. And Tucker being, that is a lie. Like, fuck, no, dude, you're full of shit. You're so, you're just as full of shit as CNN. By the way, I'm still beating on the Good Pods chart. There is precisely no racial angle at all to this story. None. The protests the f- were racially, like, angled, dude. Four people directly involved in the Kyle Rittenhouse shootings, all four of them were white. So you might not like Kyle Rittenhouse, but if you're an honest person, you would have to concede that racism had nothing to do with what he did. How could it? Why would He traveled all the way to where protests in support of black people were happening so he could shoot people, get some free kills. Why did he choose that specific event to take up arms? That's not something you just do because you feel like it. That's You do something because you truly are against, wholeheartedly against a cause. So you take up arms with an AR-15, drive out of your way, out of state, road trip, to go fucking shoot people that you disagree with on a issue that is completely, completely related to race. Would a white supremacist shoot white people? It doesn't even make sense. So stupid. But that has not stopped them from telling you the opposite or even slowed them down. Here's Joe Biden, just two days after the shootings in Kenosha, writing the first draft of what turned out to be a long propaganda campaign. He has espoused some views. He's part of a youth police group. He was holding a long gun. He was out and about. Nobody restrained him. Um, What are your concerns about the the involvement of others, perhaps he, but others who are white militia people stirring this trouble? Oh, I'm very concerned about it. Again, you saw what got me involved in this race and I hadn't planned on running in the first place was what happened in Charlottesville. The same kind of appeal to, these guys don't use a dog whistle, they use a bullhorn. They use a bullhorn. And this is a 17-year-old young man. I don't know anything about him. All I know is that there's some reporting about a connection to a militia in Illinois. So really, you should save that tape. It is a textbook example of what's going on, of what they do. Notice the framing of that conversation. So the propagandist from NBC News doesn't come out and call Kyle Rittenhouse a white supremacist. She can't do that. The shootings just happened hours before. The facts are too fresh. There was no evidence that Kyle Rittenhouse had ugly racial views, much less that he was motivated to shoot people. Social media says different. 
if you're back the blue, if you're like a Blue Lives Matter during a Black Lives Matter period of time, then we know what you're about. We know what you're about. Just because you're not outwardly saying, I am a fucking racist, and then just shouting the N-word, that, that doesn't it doesn't mean you're not a white supremacist if you're Mr. Back the Blue. That literally, I went to get my license like months ago and the cop at the DMV was wearing a Blue Lives Matter mask and that was fucking just, I felt like I was amongst the KKK, I'm not gonna lie, because you know what that shit stands for. It's like, it's literally an anti-Black Lives Matter movement. Which, why would you be... I'm going to do the Tucker Carlson thing. Why would you be anti-Black Lives Matter if you aren't racist? If you aren't a white supremacist, then why would you be racially motivated to go against a movement that is specifically just about Black Lives Mattering? I don't understand. Well, because of those views. And everyone who's paying attention at the time knew that very well. So instead of making the claim directly, the liar from NBC News stealthily broadens the question. Are you concerned about others who are white militia people? But wait a second. What other white militia people? Where are these people? What are you talking There's the Proud Boys. There's the, there's the Charlottesville white dudes who are shouting, Jews will not replace us, which like, what the fuck? What the fuck, dude? They like ran somebody over. Uh, remember that? Yeah, those white white militia people, the ones that stormed the Capitol, the what the Oath Keepers, right? There's like those Oath Keepers. There, there's a lot of white militia. Tucker, don't act like you don't know about this shit and that it doesn't exist. That's such horse shit, dude. Talking about exactly, but the liar from NBC News never tells us what she's talking about. That's not the point. She has given her candidate, Joe Biden, the opportunity to take it from there, which, of course, he immediately does. That's the point of the setup. And then Biden goes on to invoke the protests in Charlottesville, Virginia, from years before, which have precisely nothing to do with anything that happened in Kenosha, Wisconsin, in the summer of 2020. But they didn't need to be connected factually. The point was obvious. Everyone watching understood the point. They're racially motivated. Both of those things were racially motivated, as I just explained. Very, like, in much detail. The point was, Kyle Rittenhouse is a dangerous and racist. Like, and by the way, anyone who would really defend Kyle Rittenhouse is probably a dangerous racist, too. Maybe one of those white militia people. You see how that works? It works by indirection and stealth and dishonesty. But of course you see it because you see it every day because it never ended. They're still telling you the same thing now. And because they never stopped repeating that lie, a lot of people now assume that it must be true. Kyle Rittenhouse, he's a white supremacist, right? Many people think that. Why wouldn't they? Yeah, why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they when you have all the facts and you realize the context of everything, where he was, like I said, he armed, armored, or armed up. You don't just take up arms. Like, I, I just said that, right? You don't just, I'm so high, wow. But literally, you don't, you don't just take up arms over nothing. Like, you do that when you're pissed off. Like, I hate whoever it is that you're about to threaten to shoot slash shoot. You know? It's ridiculous. It's really 
it's 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 insane how news media is able to say things like this and just present it as straight up facts brainwash people into thinking one thing a very damaging one thing to to brainwash people into thinking It's very easy to, when you know all the facts, come to the conclusion that Kyle Rittenhouse has white supremacist views. And I've explained my reasoning for that. I've explained what the whole back the blue thing is about. It's literally defending cops who have killed unarmed black people. That's what back the blue is about. How is that not racist? How is that not white supremacist? You're literally justifying black people being murdered by white cops. Or minor things, if anything. If any any crime was committed. Fucking minor shit. But most of the time, for nothing. Most of the time, for nothing. So why have they been doing this for 15 months? Well, now it's obvious. If Kyle Rittenhouse wasn't actually what he was, which was a 17-year-old lifeguard who came to Kenosha to clean Antifa graffiti off the walls of school. Oh, yeah, so nice. Yeah, he just came to clean the graffiti off off from the schools. Yeah, yeah, he was going to clean the graffiti with his gun. He was going to shoot the graffiti. Is that why he brought his gun? No, you don't bring a fucking Armalite rifle to clean up graffiti, you fucking idiot. If he was something else entirely, if he was an armed bigot, a member of some kind of white supremacist militia, then the trial looks very, very different. If that's true, then this trial is no longer about the principle of self-defense. It's no longer about whether Kyle Rittenhouse's rifle was legal under Wisconsin law. No, no, no. It's about something much bigger than that. If their lies are true, it means this trial is about whether black people can continue to live in the United States without being fear in fear of being murdered by white supremacist militiamen like Kyle Rittenhouse. And by the way, after much repetition at this point, many Americans believe that's exactly what the trial is about. And they believe it because they keep hearing it on MSNBC. There are only so many acceptable losses that white supremacy is willing to accept. So if Derek Chauvin is going to jail, you had best believe that Ahmaud Arbery's murderers, people like Kyle Rittenhouse, are going to be defended with all that this culture has because they have to make sure that the message is sent that white men, white men will continue to control these systems and that the rest of us should be living in fear. If Kyle Rittenhouse is acquitted, quote, the rest of us should be living in fear. Now, why would we be living in fear? Because then the, the Rittenhouse precedent will be set. This is a major court case. And if he gets away with this, then that means that people can literally fucking shoot protesters over, like, shoot Black Lives Matter protesters. Normal people, fucking children can just take up arms and fucking kill people and get away with it because of the Rittenhouse precedent that's going to be set. That's why this is a big deal. That's why she said what she said about living in fear. If he gets off, it makes perfect sense. 
Tucker Carlson just acts like he doesn't understand what the Democrats or people, Democrat adjacent people are saying. It's like, what don't you get, dude? You know you understand this. And you just act like it's alien to you. I can't. I can't watch any more of this. I'm sorry. We're going to have to move on to keeping up with the Karens. Oh, wait, no. Wait, what is... We gotta fast forward. It's shocking video of a customer throwing soup into a restaurant manager's oh, face. Holy the customer shit. ordered a spicy menudo soup. It's a pop. Oh, spicy. Spicy and soup? Dude, that's fucked up. That's a bitch move, dude. Why would you do that? Like, what, what happened? What was the... I need to know why somebody would do that. It's so fucked up. Hot soup. Like, you could hurt somebody. You could really... Remember Watchmen? When he fucking threw... What did he throw? Like, hot coffee in that dude's face? And then that dude died? Yeah, you could really hurt somebody. That's not nice. I hope that person's getting charged. Mexican soup, and she claims that it was so hot it actually melted the top of the takeout container. The incident happened in Temple, Texas. Oh my god, it's so hot that it melted the takeout container, and then she threw it in this lady's face. Oh my god, psycho. The manager, 24 year old Janelle Broland, oh. says the woman first called to complain. And I, of course, offered her like refunds and was trying to get her either a replacement meal or just something completely different if she wasn't in the mood for soup anymore um and she just continued to yell but the customer showed up to confront her in person in surveillance person? video shows the customer pointing to the melted plastic lid she just still continued to yell make a scene um it's still still cursing with you know families and other children in the restaurant and that's when I said, you know, ma'am, you either need to calm down or leave and or I'm going to be calling the police. You need to leave. I need that sound bite. You, you know what I'm talking about? It's from like a Karen video, I think. You need to leave. I said, ma'am, I can still help you and get you something. I just ask that you don't yell and cuss at me. And that's the moment she threw it at me. Do you, you don't, you don't appreciate that you have your opinion. Yes. Yes. 
allowed to have their opinions. Um, I mean, I'm just saying. But it's, it's actually, it's actually, it's actually. Everyone knows. She's just here trying to get coffee. Like you're probably just here. But I'm just, yeah. But I'm just saying. Your opinion on her. You need to. I'd like you to leave. Excuse me. I actually want to leave, and I actually don't. I'd love to not. What the fuck? Um, Agency. Wait, let me let me just fix this audio. Media sucks. Yeah, right. Thank you. Thanks for your thoughts. You That's messed up, bro. You That's y'all are people of God. You have to leave now. You have to leave now. You have to leave now. Denied entry in church on the suspicion of carrying weed. It was cilantro. Oh my God. people of God, yeah. y'all gonna do that you're to gonna me? Bring, yeah. You're like, gonna bring, yeah. You're gonna bring drugs in here? No. That's, that's the cilantro. No. That's for the food. That's for the menudo. That's for this. Look. Sir, I promise you, that's menudo. It's for this. Look. That is a... Damn, that's fucked up. That's fucked up. You brought drugs into this? No, she brought cilantro for whatever fucking church event you're having. For the fucking food, you idiot. Oh my God, that's so fucked up. Uh, original or whatever that's yelling that's that's for this that's that we that's for the menudo ask anybody in there sir i promise you that's for the menudo you can smell it that's the food smell it i promise you i'm not, i'm i'm not like that like i'm not like that that's why i'm so mad i'm not like that Look, smell it ma'am it's for the food I mean, I'll leave, but just so you could confirm it. I'll leave. I'll leave just so you could confirm it. It's for the food. Smell it, ma'am. It's for this. It's it's for this. It's for the menudo. No, I am calm. It's just they tried to say that it was something. Yeah, that's like why she said multiple times what it is, has offered to show it to you, you stupid. Like, I would, if I were you, I would stop believing in God because... Church, if church is doing this, then that's stupid. It's fucking stupid. You're offering to contribute to whatever food, like they're they're making and serving, and they're doing this. They're welcoming you this way. It's not worth it. It's not worth it to be a part of that church. it's so stupid i hate this guy no, 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 dude. Can we talk about how you probably touch touch little boys? Can we talk about that? No, 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 no. That's what he says when when a little boy is like, "Stop touching me!" There. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Stop, 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 stop. Stop, 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 stop. Stop, 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 stop. Stop, 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 stop. Stop, 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 Church is stupid, dude. Excuse me, can I get my food back? 
So y'all just throw it away? Can you ask him? Because that's for my food. That's what I put on my food. That's how I eat it. That's like the... Can you ask him if I can have a bag? It's, it's my food. I, I, I know, but it's... Oh, you could do that, but I, it's my food. I don't have it tested. What? It's literally cilantro, you stupid idiot. If you don't even know what weed is, if you don't even know what weed looks like, then stop accusing somebody of having it. Because if some other person, if like Karen, the white lady, walked in with cilantro, I brought cilantro, you wouldn't be giving this, you wouldn't be giving, giving her this type of problem. I guarantee you that. So it's insane to me. I mean, it's food. I would say, I would, you know what? I would say, call the police. I, at this point, I would be like, yeah, fuck you guys. Call the fucking police and then watch them come make you look like fucking idiots. Okay. Can you ask you, do you think you could ask him or no? Um, the guy who's going to the gym? It's coming on here, and I can't read it, Sally. Karen of the Week. Yeah. We're going to just sit. Hi. Uh, that's always the worst. Like, they start, they've already started recording, and they say, we're going to just sit. It's like okay, we're just gonna we're just gonna act natural, and 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 we're gonna disturb the peace, but but act natural, act natural about disturbing the peace. So we're not doing anything wrong, even though we're, we're maskless in a in a store. So we in here, no cards asked. We sat down, guys, no cards asked, and we came without a fucking mask. So she's anti-vax and anti-mask and sitting down in a restaurant. And this is, um, this is why, guys, this is why we're screwed. This is why when people treat COVID like a serious thing, they're, they're absolutely right in doing so, okay? Because people like this, who are intentionally causing problems and making things worse, Who's the manager? Get the manager. Here we go. Get the manager for anti-vax Vicky over here. Oh, here we go, guys. This is why she she started recording before she came in. Cause she 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 I don't understand why they want to have this confrontation. Like, are 
do they do they think this is making a difference? Because everyone's just going to look at them, make fun of them. They're going to get kicked out either by the police or just get kicked out by by the people that work there, by the management. And and then everyone's going to make fun of them and laugh at them and move on with their day. And you know, you're just just a problem, lady. You're just a problem. Oh, we were in the Here we go. We thought it was in the clear. Yep. I can't believe you as a Latino, right? I'm a Latina that you would even ask somebody for a car to sit down. It's like, like if I was like, I, I can't, like in a Chinese restaurant or like in a Korean restaurant and they're like, they're like, we need to see your vaccine card. I'm like, I can't believe you as a fellow Asian person would ask me, an Asian person, for my vaccine card. I can't believe it. It's like, what, what does this have to do with, what does this have to do with race? Like, I'm not getting paid enough for this. We just want to make sure, like, everybody here is vaccinated and so, so that we, nobody gets COVID and that we can continue to operate our business without infections, without our employees getting sick and dying, and, you know, without all these shutdowns and shit having to go on. That is why. Not everything is about you, lady. As a as a fellow, no, like you're not. It's not about. It's not about fucking race here. It's not about association. It's about fucking vaccination and protecting other people. Okay. That's that's what they meant. It's wrong. It's fucking wrong. Oh, she's getting heated. She looks at her camera right after yelling. What if? Oh my god. How this is like a character. This is like a character from some show, but this is real life. This is real life. Oh, she adjusts the camera so that you can see her more. Yeah, I did get my views. It's not about views. I did get my views. I'm very happy. And now I'm going to tell people not to come here. Now I'm really going to tell people not to come here. She's making a scene. You can stick your food up your ass. You should just leave, like... What you say? I do have a great education. I probably got more degrees than you do. You're over here saying something's a law and it's not even a law. A shame of yourselves. Care about... It's, not gonna, it's gonna get you sick. How about that? I was sick for one day. Like, I was sick yesterday. And now today I feel great. Like, I'm gonna exercise. I'm gonna eat food. I'm gonna fucking... Hang out with my cat, uh, smoke some weed. You know, I'm going to do fun shit today because I'm double, triple. I'm triple vaccinated, bitch. What are you going to do? COVID, is gonna, COVID vaccine is going to make you sick. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. You're sick for one day. You don't understand how vaccines work and you're fucking stupid. So don't even try to challenge fucking small businesses. When you're breaking their rules. A disease that doesn't even exist anymore. What? What do you mean you it doesn't even exist? All of you. It, it literally is still killing people to this day. Hospitals are still overwhelmed. We still have a huge problem. How, what do you mean it doesn't exist anymore? How do you have more degrees than this person? What do you mean you have more degrees? Fucking, what, you got a GED? Good job. Great job, dude. Great job. You obviously are not very bright if you think COVID just doesn't exist anymore. All of you. 
shame of yourselves. How are you treating people because they didn't get a fuck? I can't believe she's like she posted this afterwards. Uh, dude, that's so frustrating. It's just so fucking frustrating. I cannot believe that these people exist. Oh, man, it stresses me out. All right, so we got our relationship advice to close it out. It's going to be a pretty quick one, I think. Um... Just found out my crush is an anti-vaxxer. Uh-oh. I was talking to my crush today, and he randomly asked me if I was vaccinated. I was wearing a mask, and he wasn't. When I said yes, he proceeded to ask me, Why did you get it? You don't care about your health? And I was just like, and in my head, I was like, what? Because I know he does hella drugs. So what exactly is this health he is speaking of? <laughs> what? What? Why is this your crush? You know, you could probably do better than this then. Maybe you should stop having a crush on this person. You know? Like, maybe this isn't the right person for you. If you disagree on such a major thing. And they said such a stupid thing. You want to be with such a brain-dead person? Oh my god, no you don't. You don't. Just don't do it. Forget it. It's not worth it. I, I understand maybe he's attractive. Got like Maybe he's got like a Pete Davidson thing going to him with the drugs and stuff. But, um, you know, you can do better. There's other, there's pro-vaccine Pete Davidson looking motherfuckers out there, okay? So... Just, just think about that. There's plenty of Pete Davidsons in the sea. Um, I'm going to close it off there. I got to do some other stuff. I got to eat. But thank you. Thank you again for listening. I'm really happy with the direction that this podcast has come. Happy two years of the short news podcast. Um, I love you guys very much. I'll see you guys on Monday. All right. Have a good weekend. Peace. It's really that time of year, and your team might finally do it. Or if you're a Rams fan, you might just want to book the trip now. This year, Super Bowl 56 is in Los Angeles at SoFi Stadium, February 13th. You can scour resellers to buy an overpriced ticket closer to the day, or you can lock in the Super Bowl experience of a lifetime now with our friends at On Location. True 50-yard line seats only available with On Location. An invite to celebrate on the field with the champs. On Location. Yes, you want to craft a perfect confetti angel like I did? Go to the game with On Location. And it's not just about gameplay. From dinner with NFL legend Marcus Allen to pregame parties featuring acoustic sets for Wyclef, the official hospitality partner of the NFL is offering the most exclusive ticket packages available. Want to know how? Visit onlocationexp.com forward slash SP56 or search Super Bowl on location. That's right. Search Super Bowl on location. Make the trip of a lifetime. It's your shot. Take it.